0: In today's episode, I sat down with a good friend of mine, Melvin, who is also a future biomedical engineer, and I have to say I really enjoyed recording this one because we had a very interesting conversation. Our topic expanded from AI to what it means to have a discipline checklist and empathy in everyday life. Now, I know this is one that a lot of people will enjoy listening to, so without any further hesitation, enjoy listening to first episode of the longevity podcast i guess we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it kind of just rolled in yeah but yeah. um yeah bro i was at my research um because you know i do uh, research in your oncology you do research too yeah but i was at my research lab and my pi was telling me how uh, they've come up with like these new rules for uh, research integrity and she was talking about the use of ChatGPT for research and how people use ChatGPT now to write uh, protocols and write uh, methods. And now there's like this new plagiarism uh, goal, this new plagiarism, uh, excuse me, like set that you can't use ChatGPT anymore because people have been using it and because basically ChatGPT is not your idea, right? Like you can put your yeah. you can put your work in ChatGPT, but it like optimizes it based on the work of other people. So like if there's something on the internet, ChatGPT will find it and basically translate that and tailor that to your work, but it's the work of other people.
1: Well, I, I have a feeling it's come to stay, so we need to find a way to incorporate it instead of trying to you know tear people from doing using it by saying it's a it, you you're going to get plagiarized for using it, you know, because AI is growing and we need to cope with it. Yeah, that's true. But, I, I mean, for the meantime, while we learn how to cope with it, I guess it makes sense if um, we plagiarize it for now to <laughs> inspire people to, you know, keep doing But, you know, I feel like if AI can do all that, then we can focus our energy and resources on something and, and that something AI else. cannot do. And that is probably a more efficient way of using our time, you know, because... If AI can come up with the protocols and I, and stuff like um, methodology for you, then what do you need to do? You need to bring out ideas of what to put in the AI. Yeah. So um, I think um, MKBHD predicted <laughs> this like that, you know, soon to come is going to be the prompts that we feed the AI. That is yeah. going to be the most important thing. Are we going to create another AI to feed the AI with prompts? prompts. Yeah, Because feeding it with with prompts and knowing how to utilize the tool is very important. It's like the AI is just like a car, you know? Mm -hmm. So you need to learn how to drive the car. Because at first we were walking instead of driving a car. Now we know we can drive and get so far. So don't say, oh, if you drive a car, you are cheating. Yeah, I'm cheating, but I know how to drive a car. So maybe you learn how to drive the car. (laughs) <laughs> and we can all get there. You're you gonna get there, yeah, yeah.
0: But if you think about it, that's a very good point, though. But if you think about it, it's kind of like the onset of the internet itself. Yeah. Like, think about Google. Before, there were libraries. <laughs> like, people... <sighs> my grandfather tells me all the time how they used to go to, like, if there was anything they wanted to find out, they have to go to the library. Mm-hmm. They have to find a certain edition of the encyclopedia. Yeah. And they have to look in it for a certain word about a certain thing that they wanted to know. Yeah. And now the internet came about, Google yeah and it's like oh, like you can google literally anything yeah anything yeah. you want to know and it's on google i feel like we can just like relate that to like chat gpt itself yeah and just
1: ai in general yeah i think um the google ceo already mentioned that he was like you know when google already came up people are con- so concerned how, p- how kids are kids going to learn now they can do multiplication and can find anything that they want on google what happened? We gave Google mm. a couple of years and realized, uh-oh, Google is not enough. We need something, need something more. You know? Then we created AI. It's going to get to a point where we'll be like, oh, AI is actually not enough. We need more. So, <laughs> the possibility of things that we need is, is, is far from... AI AI is just... I mean, it looks like it's doing so much now, but we we'll are get in the future where we've overutilized the, the potential of AI and we want something more, something better than that. And then, you know, we're going to create something else so i don't think um, ai is the end of human creativity and you know genuine um, genuine, um expression because yeah, i feel like right now we just ai is kind of it has the way we used to express ourselves and like the society the the way it was you know structured ai is kind of making it feel like you're cheating if you use it but it was get it'll get to a point where ai will be normalized like google was and mm-hmm. then we push our boundaries higher, you know. Our creativity, our level for creativity, will go way high. Mm-hmm. And then you know, AI cannot meet those needs. And then that will make the human creativity stand out yeah. to a certain point. But hey, that's the beauty of our times, and gotta gotta enjoy it. I mean, I just used ChatGPT um, for my assignment today, so maybe that's the reason I'm defending it. So. <laughs> Oh my god. You got it. Yeah. Do- <laughs> I mean it kind of saved me some time, you know. You know it, time management. <laughs> uh,
0: it's very important skill these days. Yeah, but
1: to be to be honest, it even got it wrong. Oh it, what I was trying to do, I was like, oh, it got it wrong. Then I sat down and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what did it get it wrong? Then I realized what it got wrong. I'm like, okay, which part of what I tell it to do mm-hmm. made it think it is the other way around instead of the way that I wanted it. Yeah. So then I was like, "What way can I rephrase my statement? I didn't rephrase it for it to correct for me. I just yeah. figured it out and I did. To I did get a a more accurate answer. Yeah, to get a yeah. more accurate answer. Prompts. But you know, it's the prompt generating the, prompt. the prompts and knowing how to communicate with the AI. Yeah. That's that's what the that's, future that's is that's heading now. And yeah, 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 It's it's just gonna be really interesting. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean before before we had you know
0: stories and information was just passed on Mm -hmm. from mouth to mouth yeah and then writing and then we had books the printing press and then you know we have the onset of the internet and then there's this new age of ai yeah so like you said human creativity will have to like outdo itself again yeah it has to compete (laughs) so what what, what do you think it's the next stage after ai Uh, in your own words what do you think
1: yeah, I'm not really a big a big um, IT guy, but I I think um what's going to happen is developing prompts and learning how to use the AI is is going to be the most important thing right now because right now if you want to write a research or something, you can just do the little work you can do and AI will do the rest for you, but right now AI cannot be trusted as much like no. ChatGPT. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes really really obvious mistakes and like you said you got wrong yeah. right answer yeah it's and that's not the first time I remember the first time I got a wrong answer from Ch- chat GPT I couldn't believe it it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was from my physics um one of my physics lab assignment and I put the an answer in. And I'm like I understand it I think it's that way yeah but then chat GPT says it's that way I'm like it must be right. Mm. So then I used this answer and I was wrong and it was wrong and I was right. And I was like, For the first time I'm smarter than chat GBT. <laughs> but then I was like, No, Chad you are wrong. And it's yeah. like, oh my bad, I was wrong. Now here's a more correct explanation. And it gave me the same explanation as it gave me yeah, previously. Yeah. So now I read it and it kind of makes sense, you know, when I read its explanation. I can I couldn't quite figure out why. It is wrong, but I know it was wrong. Mm. And I know my answer was right, but its explanation was right too. So, you know, trying to decipher and, you know, like the AI has its own intelligence and we have our own intelligence. So trying to differentiate between the two, it's also an, a, a new field that's going to be very interesting to help people, you know, because now these days people can take an essay and say, oh, written by Chad J.P.T. Yeah. I know it it's going to get to a point where, you know, it will become intuitive. You look at something, it's like, this is AI generated. Definitely.
0: Definitely. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, ChatGPT is the internet. Yeah. So like, everything that you ask ChatGPT, it's something that is found on, it's the equivalent of Googling. Yeah. Because you can, you you can generate the same essay or even one better, you know, I I believe human creativity is better than uh, ChatGPT creativity in my sense. But like, ChatGPT is the internet, and like everything that you Google, ChatGPT can find. Yeah. It's the equivalent of Googling. Yeah. If you ask ChatGPT a question, you can find the answer on Reddit. Yeah. And so, ChatGPT has the ability to like surf everything on the internet and just provide that information to you at once. Yeah. But it presents it in a way that is like easily consumable, right? You can just present it to somebody and be like, hey, like if you want an essay, a 250 word essay on the history of the United States. You mm-hmm. can just add, ask that for it.
1: Yeah. For and sp- you
0: spit it out, prepared, polished, everything. Yeah. You can do the exact same thing by sitting down for 20 minutes and Googling all the facts, reading, about, reading a quick article about, you know, American history and mm-hmm. summing it up into one paper and just present it to someone.
1: So which yeah. one do you think is better?
0: I think that doing the latter is better. Sitting down for 20 minutes. Why? you know a lot of the things that a lot of the times i think we outsource our problems to the internet uh-huh. if you have a problem uh, that could be easily solved by sitting down and thinking and working through the problem a lot of the times we're quick to just jump on the internet and google a solution uh-huh. um, you see this a lot for talking about our situation we see this a lot with like Students like us where we take physics classes, calculus classes, you know, these problems are solvable. Mm-hmm. But instead of us taking the time to sit down and you know, do the problem step by step, we also it to chat GPT, we also to the internet. And there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Googling the answer on the internet, right? Yeah. But there is the, there is the topic and there is the idea of doing things in practice can make you better. Like mm-hmm. if, you're, if you want to, if your goal is to be a mathematician, and, you know, you're Googling answers. You're using chat GPT to generate your math answers. Yeah. You're not going to be a, be a very good mathematician, right? Yeah. So, like, taking that time to, like, just sit down and utilize your brain. At least, like, get your neurons firing. Neurons mm-hmm. that fire together, wire together. So, like, if you're using this time to actively solve the problem and just work your way through, use your brain to solve it actively rather than using chat GPT, it's like, you know, that's the better option to take.
1: Yeah. But I feel you are um, conflicting two different things, which is you were saying you prefer the latter mm-hmm. to the former, and I get that, you know, because, well, if the main goal of that exercise is for you to learn about the U.S. history, mm-hmm. then you're not going to learn it through just chat GPT because all you did was did write the prompt, it gave you everything, and you just copied and paste it onto some assignments, and then you are done or you know yeah in terms of academics you know it's mostly assignments so you do Mm -hmm. the assignment you're done maybe the goal of the assignment the goal of the intentions of your teacher the reason they gave you the assignment was not for you to complete the assignment but rather for you to gain something from that Mm -hmm. research for you to learn Mm -hmm. about the u.s history well you complete the assignment whether you did it through the gpt or you know google research Mm -hmm. you did it you know but which one learned the one who did Google intensive research and mm-hmm. that's you know learning how to um, use learning how to um, search for information on mm-hmm. the internet. But in the same way, another person can just write a prompt in ChatGPT, and then whatever that person will do in twenty minutes searching on Google, will be given to that person in about like a couple seconds, and mm-hmm. that person can take the time, read through that summary by ChatGPT. Now, we can question about the accuracy of what ChatGPT is giving you. But it's the same thing as, you know, you finding stuff on the internet. Maybe you can decipher between, oh, this um, source is trusted. This source is not as trusted. But ChatGPT, I don't think it knows that as much. And so, but, you know, both people, you can read a prompt and learn from the the answer ChatGPT gives you. It's the same thing. Someone from the past will also tell you that, hey, Macaulay. Instead of going on Google, why don't you go to the museums, U.S. museums, and just go and have a first-hand experience mm. of U.S. history, M- make your own notes and do all that, and then come back and finish the assignment. That is a way, b- a-, a far better way of doing it, right? Yeah. But we have um, a more subsidized way of you know searching on Google, and now it's been even further subsidized by ChatGPT. So that is
0: true, and like you said, I mean, the goal in that assignment yeah. and writing that 250-word essay is not entirely to learn about U.S. history, right? Yeah. It's about, like you said, collecting data, accumulating data, putting it into something that is cohesive and presenting it to somebody.
1: So you're talking about the skill of research. The
0: skill of actively researching for something. Yeah. right? And ChatGPT has, I mean, it gets to a point where uh, you're at a certain level in your field, right? And ChatGPT can play the role of a personal assistant. Yeah. And that's completely fair. You know, time management is a very important skill these days mm-hmm. and leveraging your time, you know, making the most out of your time is very important. Mm-hmm. So if you're able, if you're able to, you know, um, downregulate some of these activity, some of these uh, time intensive activities, chat GPT, mm-hmm. by all means, go ahead and do that. You know, but for people like us, you know, who are still trying to make it. who are still learning. who are still students. Yeah. Taking that time to like actively participate in the activities that are meant to make you a better researcher, yeah. a better academic person, you yeah. know, those are really important as well. But yeah. still, I do believe that there are ways that, you know, ChatGPT can be used to your advantage. Yeah. Especially for people like us.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I completely agree because, you know, I had a little bit of hesitation just clicking on the new tab button to search ChatGPT mm. for my assignment because I wanted to have that sense of accomplishment that I did this assignment myself. Yeah. And I look at the time frame like I could really use checking that box of you know just doing the assignment done. Yeah. I could really use that, you know, comfort right now. Yeah. So even though I really want that pleasure of you know having to do it myself, I want to use ChatGPT and then Maybe after the assignment I'll go back and then do everything myself. So at times when I'm even using Chat GPT for my assignment, I don't really I don't read the answers. No I, <laughs> not as much. Copy and paste. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't want Chat GPT to give me any spoilers because I want to come back and then do the assignment myself. Yourself again. Yeah. How then, many times? Let me let me stop. How many times do you do that? Less than zero point one percent. Yeah, because you know, the moment you try to do that, then another assignment opens, and so then you have to do that one too. It's like too, you it's know? like you ever go to
0: class, and then yeah, they're doing a math problem, right? Mm-hmm. You took calc, Yeah,
1: they're
0: doing a math problem, and then everybody's like confused, like what, like, huh, how? You know, they look uh, at the board and they're confused, and they take a picture on their phone. Yeah, how many times have you done that? <laughs> And how many times have you actually gone back on your phone to look at that
1: picture? <laughs> you know, it's similar to Instagram. You know, I go on Instagram and I find some stuff, you know, reels or something. I send it to my friends. Yeah. That is done. But there are some interesting stuff. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to save it. Yeah. And then I save it. I don't mm-hmm. remember the yeah, last I look- time I went to my saved um, list this to tab- see this stuff. The last time I went, I was like, oh boy, I saved all this. <laughs> Like what am I doing with it? I'm not, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's similar to taking notes in class. You don't, you never really use it until uh, during exam period. But at times, you know, when you need some practical skills that require Mm -hmm. you to revise the stuff that you've previously learned. Mm -hmm. Like I'm taking DFQ now, and has to go with Calc two stuff. Then I go back to my notes from Calc two, and Mm -hmm. then I study. But if I don't need it, I never use it. Mm -hmm. And do you know why? Because Life is so interesting. It comes up with new, exciting things every single day. And so if you push things ahead, um, if you retire things to do with them later, you're going to yeah. lose interest in going back because there's going to be something new, exciting. Yeah. Even if it's not as exciting as the yeah. other, it's a new task that you have to accomplish something that is right in front of you that you have to face head on. So you wouldn't have time to, you know, to go back to revise the thing until... It is something you require to move ahead in your next task. That is you true. Know? There is excitement with novelty. Mm-hmm. Everything
0: new. I think that we can trace this to even Instagram usage. Yeah. Like you've you've heard about um, the effects of Instagram on attention span nowadays. You know What's the short that? attention. Oh, you haven't heard about it? No, I haven't. So okay. there's this there's this theory that people who who are chronic Instagram users, or chronic mm-hmm. social media users, TikTok and Instagram especially, yeah. they have this short from content now called shorts. Mm-hmm. And basically you're able to just watch like a quick video, yeah. three second video, some of them are longer, 15 seconds, 10 seconds, but they're really short. It's called short from content. Yeah. And you have people who scroll so rapidly with, um, between these, the, these shorts and they're not able to re- remember what they had seen like three short content videos ago. So it's just, they're not able to, you know, actively appreciate what they're seeing in the video. And once they even see that, the average time spent on each short um, video is three seconds, about three seconds. And then they skip to the next one, and they skip to the next one, and they skip to the next one.
1: But I kind of have a feeling they they want that, you know, that feeling, whatever that video gives, you know, what it makes you happy. They're happy. Do you remember the food you ate? Three days ago? Yes. No. Okay, come on. (laughs) All right. How about... um... I eat the same thing every day. (laughs) Okay, okay. that makes sense. (laughs) Okay, maybe let's... Let me use another analogy. But uh, maybe, you know... I'm I'm not going to say the clothes you wore because most of the time people are very conscious of the stuff they wear every morning and you pretty much remember the stuff you wear. But do you remember something someone in your class? Oh... I don't know. Maybe your friend a cloth your friend was wearing some other day. You don't no, really remember. You but know, that's it's just that that's feeling. extended, right? That's mm-hmm.
0: extended. That's an extended timeline. We're talking about like, we're talking about like two minutes. We're talking about thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, but I kind of have a feeling it's a good thing, you know, because I, hey yeah, here's my um my philosophy. I always try to fight the good in something bad, you know. Yeah. I know it's clearly bad for that short of retention span, but I'm like. Yeah, maybe there is some a little bit of positives out there, and I tried to to get out. Mm -hmm. And you know, since I started making content and stuff like that, I realized you know, it's like Mr. Beast. I want to catch people's attention for every second or frame of the video. I'm like, is this going to excite the person to not skip my video? You know, so trying to learn how you don't. I don't want to create boring content. You know, you don't want to create boring art. You want your art to be so captivating that it it makes a person immersed into it, you know? And that having to always think about it constantly makes me push my boundaries to make an art that is so captivating, you know? Because without that, if people had long attention span to even sit through something boring, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't push me to make my, my art so interesting, so captivating, because I'd be like, ah, even if it's less captivating, I know people have the discipline to just sit through it, even if they don't enjoy it, you know? Mm. So maybe that's the bright side but, of this.
0: When somebody, when, let's say, somebody, because people who consume your content are on the internet, right? Yeah. They're consumers. So what kind of discipline would it take for somebody behind the screen mm-hmm. to look at a video for that long? No kind of discipline. How many times have you, like, sat through a boring video, that was not an assignment and you actually watched it yeah i'm not right you're off that's torture you're gone yeah you're not able to sit and pay attention to it you're not able to sit and find the intrigueness in it
1: but if i'm interested if I, I will
0: if you're interested <clears throat> if you're interested you will yeah and i mean relating this back to the short form content it is good i mean you can learn a lot from like short form content people can just deliver you quick ideas mm-hmm. and you're off to the next you're off to the next but <clears throat> i'm going to speak from my experience i'm not an avid social media user mm-hmm. but of the short form content that i have seen i do not remember anything i mean come on i don't
1: either <laughs>
0: but i don't remember anything from seeing that i mean me just a few things about like workouts about like you know proper form and What to eat and how to sleep and how to optimize your sleep and stuff like that, but like nothing else. I I don't remember anything else. And there's also like the feelings, like like you mentioned, the feelings of happiness that you get from from seeing people do other things on short from content, from watching short from content. But like, what state are you in when you're watching short from content? You're either relaxed. You're just super relaxed. You're not, do, you're not actively doing anything productive. Mm-hmm. You're on your phone. You're watching short form content. And <clears throat> you have all these feelings that you would naturally get from actually doing things. Like, when are you happy? You're happy, like, when you finish an assignment. Yeah. You're happy when you work out. Yeah. You're happy when, for some people out there, when they meditate or journal or accomplish something that is worth uh, pride and worth happiness, right? But you're mm-hmm. getting those feelings. For relaxing. From relaxing. <laughs> I mean... But, 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 nothing against relaxing. I like relaxing. Hey, come relaxing on. Relaxing is good. Okay. But.
1: Finish your butt.
0: But I can see how this may be beneficial for some people. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Save. <laughs> <laughs> Spill it. <laughs> you know, um. for example, mm-hmm. long day at work, right? You might want to decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's some oxytocin release mm-hmm. whenever you watch short-form content. You may get some comfort from that, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's not real comfort, right? Mm-hmm. It's proper to seek something that is real, that is that is that is concrete that you can touch. Yeah. For example, the company of friends and family. Like, would you rather relax and get comfort from short-form content, or would you rather relax and have a good conversation with friends and family?
1: Yeah, but I also think, you know, sometimes it also depends on what you have available um, I really love that you or what up
0: you choose to seek out
1: <laughs> it's not not entirely I don't really agree with that but um, you know I, I, I appreciate that you've already brought up the points of you know the the good side you know long day just want to relax you know blow off some steam and stuff like that which is pretty good because I remember I, I in my high school I had this friend She's always in her room, never out. I'm like, how are you not sad? She's mm. like, Why? I'm on TikTok. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm like, how how does that make you happy? unless I went on like YouTube. I don't I'm not really Instagram shots. I'm mm. mostly I'm not if I'm on Instagram I feel
0: Are you mostly on uh,
1: YouTube? What do you YouTube. Mostly on? YouTube? And I thought you know that's your platform, I'm mostly you right? using a lot of YouTube, watching mm. YouTube videos and stuff like that. On youtube has youtube shots so it's yeah. literally instagram reels and tiktok videos it's literally the same thing you know uh, someone posted and then posted on the, and posted on the other platforms <laughs> Three platforms yeah. so it's literally the same thing and hey to be honest there are some times i was in a very very bad place and i just went out there and these little shot just made me laugh and scream yeah. so bad i mean it's <laughs> it's, it's good you know yes, there is it, I, I love the creativity, you know, of, of some of these stuff. And to be honest, if I look at these short, short-form contents mm-hmm. and I look at what they are producing, I look at them like, okay, that is so nice, and I'm glad they did it. But if there wasn't short-form content, how would these people express themselves that way? Would they have to make a long-form content about something that short, that brief? No, it has to be a short. Or do they have to... What audition to be in a movie before they can express that level of you know that funny thing that they did for me to laugh no Mm -hmm. not really you know that short form content is like you have a little spark of an idea Mm -hmm. it comes to your mind you act on it you you upload it for a very short time you know a very long short duration people watch it cool nice but without it what can other people do what make youtube videos yeah, you can, but you know, that is way more energy and stuff like that. And I feel like short form content is, you know, you try to only short form contents that are good are the ones that will go viral. Yeah. So if it is good, that means, you know, it, it is actually good. So I just think, you know, it's it's that form that flexibility of, you know, giving it gives people the flexibility of being creative in a way that without YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, and TikTok—it will be very hard to do so because then you have to be in a movie or you know uh, make a YouTube a long YouTube video or something like that to accomplish the same goal. Yeah, precisely. That's well said, bro.
0: Like, if you think about it, like, I feel like as the time—let pro- me say this—as the times progress, right? Mm-hmm. People find new ways and new opportunities to either entertain themselves or yeah. provide entertainment. Mm-hmm. Think about it, like. When the screen first came about, we had the movies, yeah. grayscale movies, mm-hmm. came color scale movies, movies with sound. And yeah. then we had the emergence of the radio. And we had like, uh, then we had the Internet that came about. Everybody wanted to be a YouTuber. Yeah. And at that time, everybody was making were making, you know, long form content. Yeah. And that was the thing at the time to make mm-hmm. long form, form content. Nobody had thought about short form. Short form were mostly videos like uh, five minutes. Mm-hmm. But then, I just started thinking about this. We also had Vines. Remember Vines? Yeah. Vines were like technically short from content, mm-hmm. but compiled into one long video of about 10 minutes. Yeah. And now you actually have isolated in its own in its own existence, short from content, mm-hmm. with shorts. Yeah. And it's just quick, and you're able to deliver whatever it is that you're able to deliver in that short amount of time, which is absolutely Insane, which is absolutely creative, you know.
1: Yeah. Trust me, I believe they have developed, um, delivered so much, you know, genuine happiness for people. And I kind of have a feeling they've saved so many people from really bad mental states. But yeah. here's the point. You're only going to find a person in a poor mental state. That, like most people who are on their screen scrolling uh-huh. are in a bad mental state themselves because that is why they are not out there doing anything, but rather they're on your phone. Scrolling, they are not communicating with other people. You talked about, you know, choosing to be with your friends and stuff like that. What if your friends are not available? What if you have no friends? Now, someone will be like, okay, now you have no friends. That is a problem we have to talk about. But sometimes, you know, it's far beyond just your problem. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, people. I, I don't know. I live by myself out here. If I want a communication with friends, I have to invite them over or i have to go to their place And what if they are busy what if they are doing something else mm-hmm. but hey if i lived in a in a family like maybe i lived with some roommate my roommate is gonna be here we, t- we can talk or maybe if i lived in my house with my parents and stuff hey i'm gonna have an interaction with my parents and stuff like that but for a person who just find himself in the by themselves just because that's life it's not because they chose that but you know it's just life circumstances find them they found themselves in that spot what can they do? Probably just watch a movie. But I mean, being by yourself alone is not the best idea because you want, people normally you want to bounce off ideas with another person. You know, something comes to mind. Just, just say it to someone else. And then at times, there are so many times I feel so down, and the moment I get to talk about my feelings, I realize there's nothing to talk about. Why? Because I realize most of the stuff was so rubbish and so stupid. And I have no idea why I was worrying so much about it. Yeah. And my, my friend would be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, um, "I'm like, wait, what's wrong with me, actually? Then I say something, it's like, but you know this, right? I'm like, yeah. It's like, so that means you don't have to worry. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. guess. It's like, so why are you worrying? I'm like, I mean, I guess maybe I had nothing else to do other than worry. So, you know, having that... Um, companionship and stuff like that so yeah it's very important I mean I remember when I came to the US and then when I had to go get food I see people going to the dining hall with friends all the time and I saw that as a form of weakness because I'm like why do you need to ask your friend to go get food unless because some people i i had some friends who were like i'm never going to the dining hall alone why mm. would i go alone it's so it's like going to the movies alone or mm. going to any of the social places alone because then you are by yourself while other people are just with other people you know having fun or talking and i saw myself like i'm alone i'm good i'm gonna be happy by myself i don't my happiness does not depend on someone else i'm going to go to the dining hall alone yeah i went i got my food i was eating But what did I do? Just, if I'm not on my phone, I'm just eating and staring at other people, looking at what they are doing, talking and having fun with their friends. And one time, when I go to the dining and I bump into some friends and I sit next to them. That's usually one of the happiest moments and the highlights of my day. Because I laugh with them, I talk to them, I enjoy my time with them. So I'm like, why am I being so arrogant, just pushing the good stuff away? Why am I telling myself that Hey, it, it's like I don't know I feel like it's a sign of weakness to want to be happy because mm-hmm. I feel like I can push all of that <coughs> away and prove to people that I can still be happy without it but hey sometimes in life you just gotta humble yourself and just <coughs> call those friends um, talk, to, talk to people it's, it's really important you talk to old friends and you realize oh my god why didn't I even why haven't I been talking to them mm-hmm. all this time I need to go outside more. But here's the beauty of this. If you do something for a long time, it kind of tends to lose its value. But if you leave it after some time and you go back to it, it was like, oh, I missed it so much. You know, that's how life is. You leave something, then you... You get stuck with um, doing something that you enjoy, and it gets to a point, yes. it's no fun anymore. But then you go back to something old, it's like, ah, oh, I miss yes. these days. It's a then rekindled love. Yeah. A rekindled appreciation. And I feel like that's how life works because without it, you know, it's kind of. It's, nothing can satisfy us, you know. Mm. Think you have at all. something to satisfy you, give it a, a little bit of time, and then you get so used to it and then it means nothing to you and appreciation for novelty <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the problem with most marriages a lot of people are scared with that it's like uh, how am I gonna how am I gonna marry someone and oh, you stay there. with them for the rest of my life am, am I not gonna get bored with them yeah. something like that yeah but, but
0: in situations like that there's novelty too right because you get to marry somebody and you get to grow that person and yeah. each year, that become it's it's a beauty to see your partner become somebody new each year, and still maintain that love for you, and vice versa, right? Because like in the, in, the, uh, this is my opinion on this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I hear a lot about people divorcing, getting married, and divorcing. I have n- absolutely no experience in that field. I've never been married. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: soon. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, mean, I, I need one myself for the green card. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom tells me all the time. It's like, when is the green card coming, man? Hurry up. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm taking my time. Yeah, all right. But, um, but, 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 you know, novelties, I think, is a very important thing in relationships. Not only in relationships, but in life as well. And it is also important to maintain, you know, or to be able to still do the things that you're supposed to do with mm-hmm. a lack of knowledge, for example, going to the gym or going to the class. Mm-hmm. It's like these are there. these are activities where you do it for such an, an amount of time for such mm-hmm. an extended amount of time. And it gets to a point where nothing is new anymore. You've done every kind of exercise. The machines that you do every day are so boring. <laughs> Like, it's the same routine every week. Yeah. You try to switch it up, but you get tired of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, but I have to stick with it, right? There's no- novelty has almost dissipated there. But it, it's kind of creative. It's kind of an avenue for creativity because you like, you're like, you like, oh, I can stick with this and I can find ways to make it interesting. Yeah. For example, the gym. Like, I mean, we see each other at the gym every time. Yeah. You know how it is. But it's like coming up with new exercises, coming up with new r- routines, new mm-hmm. splits It's like I remember my old split for the gym used to be like back and by mm-hmm. and then chest and try. Yeah. And then I, I think you, you remember us talking about this, how I started yeah. isolating muscle groups yeah. and working on one muscle group per day mm-hmm. for <sighs> about an hour. And fifteen minutes.
1: Damn, that sounds like torture, man. <laughs> of,
0: that's how. That's how. <sighs> that's how used to the machines I got, and I was like, I need some new. I need some novelty. I need something new. Mm. And then I, you know, switched it up. But yeah. that's tying this back to the time. Tying this back to the conversation about you know marriages and yeah. just and just social media. That aspect of novelty.
1: Yeah. I guess it's it made me really understand this thing. You know, that's why these forms of entertainment are so um, durable because it is creativity. There is always something new. You, you watch sports. The reason I, what I love soccer so much is you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know whether some striker is going to score a beautiful goal or it's going to be a boring match. It's like, it's, it's darts. You know, yeah. you don't, you can't predict it. So that, sense of unpredictability makes brings the beauty out of it you lose uh, motivation to go into the gym because you know tell me like it's the same stuff you know you know you go there you do this you do that you do that it's like a routine Mm -hmm. once you're done with the routine you're done with it so you need that level of um like creativity to bring up something new and some, something to spark you up and something like that so yeah it's kind of that's why social media is kind of addicting because you go out there and someone somewhere living their life captured something random on on, on and on a random day because life the world that we're in is so random and so unpredictable and you see it it might make you sad might make you happy might make you you know very ecstatic whatever it is it just hits you, you know, yeah. so that... And it's new. It's new. It's new and it's not.
0: It's not from your environment. It's yeah. not from your society. It's something you've never seen before.
1: Yeah, and most of the time when I look at it, I'm like, so without social media, would I have known about this? Yeah. I always think to myself like that. I'm like, without social media, would I have learned this new thing that I learned about this country? It's not like it's yeah. not it's. I know if I say something new, it's not like oh something phenomenal or something, but it's like oh. At times I watch a little bit of. Um, I go on WhatsApp. Yeah. And I view my WhatsApp status. Yeah. And it's like mostly people from Ghana. Oh. And I look at them. I'm like, oh boy. Life in Ghana. I nearly <laughs> okay. forgot it. You know, yes. I nearly forgot how I felt like. How you know you have to struggle every day just to find something. I mean, when I say that, it's like struggle every day just to find something to eat. It's not. I mean, I was a kid, so the yeah. mm-hmm. you know, struggle wasn't really my side. It was my parents' side. But all I knew is there has to be food on the table, and if there isn't, my mom is not gonna be happy. She will find a way to put food on the table for me. And whether she will starve to death, she doesn't really care. Cause you know, your love for your children is yes. all that matters. So comparable. yeah, so you know, it's just it's just that and. I did I was thinking about this on Wednesday for my next video and but I guess I have to spoil it now uh-uh. but <laughs> you know I was, I was thinking it's, it's just it's just you know sometimes I wake up early in the morning then I ask myself do I really need to wake up? I mean I could I could stay in my bed sleep comfortably mm. but then I do wake up for some reason to go to class. Okay, what if I don't go to class? Well, you feel. Well, what if I feel? Well, maybe you get sent back to Ghana. Okay, what if I go back to Ghana? Uh, You wouldn't be successful. Well, what if I'm not successful? Uh, the, the end of life goal, we're all going to die, aren't we? But yeah, but mm. you're not going to be that happy because you will not have enough money. It's like, yeah, mm. I mean, I can spend time with family, laugh, but yeah, no, money is important. It brings more happiness. But no, um, they did some research and it's, you know, the thing that brings. The, the main source of happiness is memories with other people mm. so yeah I can rely on that but hey you know one of all the point that I got to was that life is just a cascade of you know like every second of life there are a million doors and channels open to you you can choose and you have to choose one of them each second I can choose to take this microphone and throw it away what happens this podcast <laughs> is
0: no longer <laughs> existent
1: maybe I get punched in the face <laughs> and everybody
0: does not get to experience the yeah you know delivery of exquisite knowledge during this podcast
1: oh maybe I could keep on talking or oh, yeah. maybe I could just stand up or oh, maybe I could just wave my hands like this Did yes. not every door carries the same consequences or carries the same weight most of them will pretty much reconnect you to the same path but Sam will change the trajectory of your life. Pretty rapidly. And that's how life is. And each second. I'm not the only one making this decision. Every other person on this planet is also making the decision. And even plants and animals are making these decisions. For a couple of few seconds that I've been talking so far. You've been sitting so still. That is also a decision you are choosing to make. And me choosing to throw this microphone away. You might think. Oh it has no effect on someone living somewhere in Indonesia. But. Trust me, it does. Because uh. maybe it gets destroyed. Then we need to order a new one. Who is going to make that? Some company, whatever. It connects. It's it, it uh. It's a cascade of events. Something someone is doing somewhere else in, and they think you know nobody cares about it, it's having an effect on me. And they might never know. Whatever I'm doing right now is having an effect on other people. So that is why life is impossible not impossible but nearly impossible to predict what's going to happen next because yeah. is it's a it's a result of what other people are doing and you have no control over that and that is i was like yeah no one the scientists can figure this one out yeah. because scientists look at look at even like it is impossible look at the technology we have how mm. are we still not able to like decipher life, find the meaning of life and, you know, like the, the shortcuts to life and stuff. Of course, we have studied the patterns and realize the more you study, the more you gain knowledge, the more you become more successful and all that. But working hard and doing all that doesn't mean the others are guaranteed, you know. I know some people who have worked so hard and yet they are still stuck at rock bottom. It's like they have nothing. And then some people move through life by luck. It's like they do so little, and yet they keep flying high. Uh, who makes those decisions? <laughs> out of our control.
0: Yes. It also matters. I mean, that is absolutely that's well, very well put. I think the world is this intricately woven atmosphere in which your choices are in which the results of your choices are completely unpredictable. But you mention hard work, and you talk about you know people who work extremely hard but get nowhere. And people who supposedly do so little yet get to extraordinary places. And there's this aspect of luck. And there's, this also, there's also this aspect of what you choose to work hard on, right? Mm-hmm. So working hard, I, I do believe there are situations in which where people can work extremely hard and get absolutely nowhere, even though they may be doing something important, and that's just the unfortunate circumstance of of life. You know, you may yeah. do everything right, but still, but still, you don't get the result that you wanted. Yeah. But I think the importance, the way to approach that situation, it's nice and all comfortable sitting here and being able to say that, you know. But it's one thing to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Waking up each day and seeing and making sure you do the same thing, even though yesterday you didn't get the result that you desired. Right. Yeah. We can always. We can always relate this back to us and our situations in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like studying, you may study as hard as you can, you might not get the problem. But like tomorrow, making sure you try again. Yeah. You know, same thing with lifting the weights. You may not be able to lift this yet much yet. Yeah. But just going tomorrow, try again, try again. You may see a little you know, you may see a little twitch on your body. Yeah. You may see a little growth of muscle in your body, you know. Yeah. But but still your choices the results of your choices are completely unpredictable, mm-hmm. completely unpredictable, but they are still very good to gauge. It's very good to gauge. I know if I study extremely hard for this test, I study productively. I know I'll make the grade. If I decide to go to the gym every year for the next five, every every day for the next five years, I'm going to see extraordinary results. I know if I practice this foreign language mm-hmm. for these number of hours for a day, For five years, I'll be exquisitely, I'll be very well versed in speaking this language, right? So it's like there are some choices where, okay, input A, output B, for sure, guaranteed. But like you said, there are certain choices where you don't necessarily know the outcome. Yeah, and I think those type of choices are the choices of the day-to-day activities that you do. For example whether I say hello to somebody or not. For example, I may say hello to somebody, that might make them smile. They decide, oh, I feel so good. I think I'm gonna pick up this litter on the ground and put in that trash can. The next person that sees that is like, oh wow, maybe I should be doing that as well. And so the next person that does that Somebody sees that and they're like, Hey, why did you do that? You know, I just felt good. I think it's good to, you know, clean your environment, make an impact in your society, that inspires the next person. So now we're just talking about the pyramid of the consequence of your actions, the cycle and the cascade, almost like a domino effect of whatever choice you make, whatever singular event that you decide to bring into existence, that trickles down and that affects everybody around us, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting, but it's but you're unable to like predict. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so I have two main points to make, but it's like they are they are not the same. But tell I us. guess I'll start with the fact that the thing with discipline. I, th- I found this on social media as well. It's, it's <laughs> just tell us, tell us, it's a beautiful world to live in, you know. Absolutely. They were saying, you know, the problem with productivity is that you learn about, you know, I need to wake up early this morning, make my bed, go yeah. to the gym, do all that, blah, blah, blah. And now that that becomes the new normal. You know, you think you are, because without it, you just sleeping, be so lazy to do stuff and all that. You feel bad about your life. So you choose to do... Right thing by going to the gym, blah blah blah. But then once you miss any one of those things, mm. you feel bad. As bad as if you slept in. Mm. So maybe you woke up, you're supposed to wake up at 6 a.m. and you woke up at 7 a.m. Yeah. You feel so bad, as bad as you know, in your undisciplined world where you slept in until 12 a.m. Because you feel like you have to meet those standards. Yeah, you, you torture know? yourself. You torture yourself. That been. have you done that yeah I've done that to myself as well I, all the time you know and then once I I saw the person speaking I was like damn that is so real that is true because and then you're like I, I forgot what they so bad maybe their social media retention but you can't <laughs> remember yeah <laughs> all I remember was you know, oh she was talking God. it felt so real but then she made a final concluding point that resonated with me so much that should be the main goal of you know but I guess it all probably boiled down to you know enjoying every little moment of life whether yes. it's a failure or not or a success enjoying it and forgiving yourself or not yes. doing certain things and not being able to reach certain goals because I think you want to live a disciplined life you have all these checklists to make and yeah. once you miss one of them, you beat yourself over yeah. it as if you, as if it was something bad. But to be honest, it was something little. Just, yeah. just relax, chill. Yeah, live a happier life by just not, not, not focusing so much on it. But me, yes, you know, this may, maybe I would I would go to my Instagram. But I have this app I found on Instagram itself called like Oppos or something.
0: An app within Instagram.
1: It oh, was an ab- adver- advertise on Instagram. Yeah, and it kind of blocks your social media from nine oh, to I five. See, I see, I see, and I And I've been using that. And initially, when I downloaded it, I was like, "Man, eh, meh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, I, I feel like I have control over my own social media usage. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Then I downloaded it. Then I'm like, I open them. And then once you open it, it tells you, it's like, "Huh." Oh, Go touch some grass or something. Just, <laughs> just say something funny. Go into the real world. Yeah. You say something funny and then you'll be like, oh, damn it, you got me. Yeah. Fine, I'm going to do this. Fine, I'm going to journal. Fine, yeah, I'm yes. going to, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so that has been good. And then I think the second thing I was going to say was, you yeah. know, you picking up the trash and inspire someone else. Yes. Sometimes there's, I've been creating content for a while now, you know, yeah. but... People might think, oh, I'm so confident in what I'm doing even though I know it's trash and not completely trash, but I know there are so many ways I can make it better. And I watched my previous videos, you know, talking about shorts. I watched some of my videos from the past. And I'm like, I could have literally said this in a more in- concise way in 30 seconds. Mm. That is the challenge shorts gives me now yeah. because, you know, you go to a presentation, Imagine everyone on this world wants to speak. Yes. Nobody has the time for you to beat about the bush until you get to the main point. Exactly. It's boring. You need to find a way. It's it's like a way to be more concise in your presentation. That's yeah. how I see shorts. Yes. You know. So I watched my previous video. I'm like, you shouldn't be saying this. You shouldn't be doing that. You should yeah. be focusing more on that. More on this. You know? Yes. And irrespective of how much I don't really um think my videos are as good as they should be because I have some expectation for them. I look at them and I'm like, okay, why am I even doing this, you know? I mean, who cares about my life anyways? Who cares about what I choose to do? Nobody cares, so why am I even making these content? When it gets to a point- Why are you making this content? (laughs) It gets to a point where I feel, (laughs) I wanna express myself. I wanna wanna feel heard. I wanna just do something. I wanna pick up a camera and move around, create some cool shots. Because guess what? When I'm walking around, all I can think of is, you know, these ideas that we are t- sitting here talking about. I'm like, wow, I really wish someone could hear me bounce. I really, I could bounce. I really wish I could bounce off these ideas with someone. Yes. Who is it? The camera. I just said, bounce off these ideas with the camera. But here's the thing, I always used to do it. Okay. But I didn't know anything about presentation. You have the idea but the the delivery of it was bad so that was my problem <laughs> it's like I've been thinking about it I go to sit with my friend and we talk about these ideas and blah 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 it's like through conversations it's so good because then yes. you know the yeah. ideas in bounce up you're yeah. in it but then once you pick up a camera and you decide to do it it's more of you know a structured presentation <laughs> exactly, so yes. you need to make it better that's why movies yeah. are movies They have the main idea, but at times you watch the movie and you even forgot the main idea of the movie. Why? Because the organization of the the stories was so so good good and it kept you in that you even, like, wow, that was good. Then someone, what did you Mm. learn? Man, I don't know. All I know is it made me feel good. He did that. You know,
0: you saw this (laughs) in the new Spider-Man movie. You know, but that's, even think about that's the opposite of short from content. It's almost like. Really? Think about it. Think about it. short from content, right? You have a message. You have a goal. Let's say in my short from content video, I want to deliver the message that grass is good for you, right? 30 seconds. I can literally deliver that in like 10.
1: That what? Hey, grass is good for right you. Grass is
0: good for you. Period. That's a short from content video, right? I, I don't showed, think people, it won't go viral. Grass, but le- it won't go viral. It won't. Oh, really? I don't think so. How, maybe we should experiment with this. <laughs> Trust me. Grass is good for you. Go outside and touch the grass. It's good for you. It but won't. Think, but think about it.
1: You need something it's like a prison. Sometimes I watch something, and I'm like, oh shoot. It's like they caught me off guard. They they trick me to yeah. to catch my attention. That is what you need. You know. Um But think I about it. it. How many example. times
0: have you seen something that is absolutely completely irrelevant in every single way go viral?
1: Yeah.
0: Many times, right? But think about it, (laughs) It, and relating relating this back to the idea of, you know, that being the opposite of short from content and delivery, because you have something that is delivered very quickly, right? You have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. It's delivered very conscientiously, very quickly. And you have something like a movie where, for example, let's pick, let's say, let's say a Batman movie, right? Mm -hmm. In Batman movie, he has to save the city. He has to save Arkham. And... Maybe one message you can take away from the Batman movie is sacrifice. Maybe sometimes you have to sacrifice uh, your your time in order to help other people. Mm -hmm. But you have that message delivered very beautifully with each and every scene. You see Batman train to get stronger. You see him as Bruce Wayne donate money to different orphanages to help other people. Mm -hmm. And you see the message delivered You know throughout the movie but it's presented to you so beautifully and like you have at the end of the movie you have so many memories of different scenes and different how he did this and how he did that and you know and you relate that to short from content where it's simply just a video it's short the delivery may not be as profoundly beautiful and you know appealing as something that you see in a movie you know you can almost equate the movie with a book you know, most of these books that you read, their message can be concise, their message can be present to you presented to you in a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. But you have two hundred and ninety-nine pages, right? Of absolute <laughs> nothing. nothing of absolute fluff. Yeah. But I do believe that there's a beauty in that, right? There is a beauty in like having somebody be captured by all that fluff that you manage to put on a page and still take away that message, right? There's a beauty in able to, it's almost like a symphony. It's like being able to create something that even though it is fluff, even though it doesn't fit perfectly into your main message, mm-hmm. it is able to almost serve as a transport to your of your listener, of your watcher, of your reader towards that message. So there is like beauty in delivery. That's why I think. Even when you're speaking, you know, there is like almost being able to have this sort of performance-like nature in whenever you speak. Mm-hmm. It's like I can I can I can legit tell you right now. You have a great hat, right? It's nice. It's beautiful, but I could also frame it like, you know, man. Whenever you walk. The way the light bounces on your hat and just hits left and right and front and center and back. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks very good on you. It looks very cool. You know, I could. Phrase it in that way, same message, right?
1: So, if social but media is the more direct way of things,
0: short from content is a more direct way, and social media in general. Um, th- there are longer videos on social media, IGTV, I think it's called, right? You've heard of IGTV, I think that was Instagram taken TV. away. That was taken away,
1: yeah.
0: I don't replace really? that with reels, but isn't reels? Reels is sort form, reels is part of short from content,
1: yeah. IGTV is like... That's
0: no longer yeah. existing. Uh, I
1: don't think, I think it's there. So
0: people people, people don't still make videos there?
1: It, I mean, you can still put your... Post your IGTV, posts, right? your videos on... But it's not really as popping as... It's, it's just not really post. as active as reels. Yeah, you just, you just have to... But now, even if you want to make a long-form reel, you just... Cut it in multiple parts. Yeah, people see it first. Part one, part two, part three. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. That's pretty much it. But you know, I I I get that part where you know, the creativity. Because at times, you know, it's like what was the most liked picture on Instagram before Messi's picture? Mm. An egg. An egg, right? Just an egg. Damn, but hey, completely,
0: completely irrelevant. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Just but, break a
1: record, you know, and stuff. At times, you know, some some stupid. But the thing I hate most is the pranks. You know, some some people just go and then they, they make some pranks and you know those kind of stuff. There are some. There are some reels that are just so good, uh, but there are some that are just so bad. It's it's the internet. <laughs> That's the way you it's find. Be. There are some movies that are so good. And there are, there are movies. some movies that are just so bad. <laughs> You know, so it's it's just, but I mean, and the algorithm just feeds you with the one that you request for the most, Uh the one that you interact with the most. So if you're interacting with the bad ones, even without knowing, Uh it just keeps on feeding feeding with you with the bad ones because maybe you 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 watched a motivational video and that Uh made you feel bad, so you quit the app. Oh. hey instagram <laughs> doesn't want that he wants no, you to stay on to the app on. so then because you watched it you quit it you want to do something yeah. next time they're not going to show you probably they're probably going to show you something but maybe you saw it you shared it with your friend then you're like okay yeah. you're interested in this we'll give you more We'll give you more. more but once you share it if you if that video really inspired you, you should be getting off the your phone and going to do something yeah right? you so, should you should yeah, and uh, I get all you that, should. but hey, here I am, making in, making content, going yes. to put it on yes, on social are. media, telling people to not use social media. So I'm like, okay. If you're
0: listening to this right now, stop, <laughs> turn off your laptop, uh, turn off your phone, and go outside and touch the grass, so, do uh, some push-ups. That's the tell, end. Today. Tell your family, tell, th- th- this podcast is over, tell your family you appreciate them, and Thank you, thank you for listening. But <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, but, and you know. most of the time, oh, people are like you know, I wanna. If you tell your mom, mom, I love you every day, it's gonna lose its value. Doesn't it? like, ah, Does it? Say that all every to day. your mother. It's it's different to your okay, mother. To your mother, maybe you say I love you to someone. You know, like every time, they kind of kind of loses it mean it's, it's value a little bit at some point but if you want to know how they do something that inspires you you look at them sincerely and genuinely uh-huh. tell them I love that uh-huh. come on man that is, that's so amazing. <sighs> I felt like I said it to myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember one time I was going I, I was I dressed for um, student government and I was going to a meeting and I was just wearing my tittle like, neck and like suits and stuff. Yeah. I stepped out of my room feeling good. I'm like, okay, i have right. dressed good. Yeah. Then you walk around, I'm like, okay, fine, it's fine. It's nothing. It's, just <laughs> it's no nothing more. important. I've calmed down. Yeah. Then one guy just passed by me and was like, I like your outfit. I'm like, thank you. Oh, I'm feeling good now. I see if it was nothing. <laughs> but boy, it made my hair so big. I'm like, damn, I wish people could say this all the time. Yeah. You know? But put on. Yes, Why? Because yes, yes. we live in a society where interacting with a stranger means you're intruding your privacy. Uh-huh. Or something like that. See someone think these days I don't know, I've been running into people crying all the time, but when I see them, what I do? Oh, don't look at them, you know, just shy away from them. Yeah. Or maybe sometimes a pattern the shoulder. It's yeah. gonna be okay. I don't know what you're going through, but it's gonna be okay. That's true. That's it, or maybe you see someone. Hey, I like that heart. Probably they are going through the worst moments of their life, but I like that hat phrase that you yeah. just gave them. Makes their day. Makes, Makes their day. them make a decision that will lead them somewhere. Yeah. You know. So these days I try my best, you know, to interact because I usually tr- I try to zoom out. I'm like, what's the whole point of life? just human beings live with other human beings and in the end they'll pass on their genes to their younger generation and they will die what is the point of not interacting with other people and then creating this societal boundary as respecting their privacy respect leaving people alone because yeah I get it at times I'm not in the mood to talk to people to talk to strangers I just want to be left alone but how many times are those most of those times that I don't want to talk to someone if someone gives me a compliment oh boy I feel so good and I feel ashamed for, for having not, a frowny face exactly. and not being and not being no more to talk to them. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but I have this rule for myself, and I've heard it about.
0: It's it's almost like if you're sitting within a certain distance of somebody, mm. don't be awkward, don't be bizarre. Just say hello. Yeah, you know, it's perfectly normal to meet a stranger and say hello, but sadly. You know we live in a place where it's kind of hard to gauge what kind of person another person is yeah Um, stranger interaction can be something that you know it's tricky for some people especially um, young children you know who are going about or gaining learning how to be independent interacting right. with strangers can be very tricky so it's like but regardless just say hello if we eat in the dining halls a lot and I sit next to people and Within, the, re, extremely close as we are right now, and it's like, can you guess what they're doing? They're on Definitely. the phone. Yeah. With the with the latest AirPods in, and it's like they're listening to the thing, right? And this is, goes back to what you're mentioning about being alone, going to the, going to the dining halls alone, going to the movies alone. That is perfectly normal. Yeah. That is perfectly okay. But it is also important to seek companionship. It's valuable companionship. Yeah. Don't just. You know, go out there to just be friends with everyone and anyone, you know. Mm -hmm. It's very important to like tailor your environment because like has been heavily saturated, you are the average of you are the average of the five people that you hang around with, right? Yeah. So being able to like just seek out valuable and virtuous company Mm -hmm. and and understanding that even though you're alone, even though you go to places alone, that's completely okay. Mm-hmm. but don't see don't don't challenge yourself to be alone all the time yeah we are meant to be around other people it is healthy to be on, around other people yeah i think researchers have attributed the fact that um have attributed loneliness mm-hmm. to the equivalence of smoking every day you know it's, it's detrimental to your health you yeah. need you need that company you, it's also very important because you challenge yourself in a different way you know yeah. you get out of your shell you expose your ideas. You bounce ideas off of each other, like we are doing right now, yeah. and you're just you just enjoy the company of another person. Yeah,
1: that's very that's very valuable. Yeah, but I want to throw this out there, but it's not as easy as it sounds because definitely not for a person like me coming from a different culture. Oh. I know I know all this, and you know it's, it's similar to the discipline checklist that I was talking about. I know what is right for me to do. Seek more human-human interaction, person-person interaction. And I try to get that, but then I go and I feel lost among people. Cause then I join a group, okay. The group activity is as American as I can think of. Uh And I'm so confused. I'm just sitting there, all I can do is just smile. And probably the only time I get to speak is if someone asks about me ask something from Ghana I was like how is Ghana like when I say something and it's like oh really and then they get intrigued yeah. genuinely intrigued then yeah they learn yeah. but there's really nothing fun else nothing fun for me to provide you know and then all they talk about probably and then they use some vocab like that I don't understand they talk about some movies American pop culture and I'm culture. good so and then they do some stuff and I'm just so confused of what to do and I feel so sick of people. I'm like, I just want to be alone at this point, you know? Uh-huh. And so finding the right person, the right people to hang out with is really important as well. But it's not easy. At times, you know, just got to put yourself out there and you don't really want to be, you You want human-human interaction, but the only place that you've got is not really that much. So yeah. most of the time, but trust me, in a group, most of these places that I go that I find myself so lost, if I were to sit with each one of those people individually at a dining hall table or something, boy, we can talk for hours. Because hours. we get to learn so much about each other. But when everyone comes together, yeah. it's not about each individual person. It's about a collective talk, like yes. the group. So then the priorities change. And yeah, it needs to change because I don't want, I would feel bad if the whole group ended up being to make me feel comfortable, how? By just talking about things that I know. Because uh-huh. then it'll be like, okay, it'll be like, it, just, it will be it will be my show. And I don't want everything to be my show. It all eyes on me and me talking and uh-huh. people learn from me then. It's like, hey, I c- came to learn about you guys. Even though I'm struggling right now, I'm finding it challenging to cope with you guys. I'm fine. Uh-huh. I, I get to learn. Every once in a while, I learn something you know, next time. I try it and then I'm able to come up in co- these conversations little by little, but that's why most of the time when I talk with people, the people that I end up becoming friends with are mostly the philosophical ones. Because exactly. then we get to decipher life in whatever shape or form. Mm. But if you we are get really to talk much... Pop,
0: of, you get to talk on podcasts for uh, <laughs> about o- over 50 minutes.
1: Yeah. But if you really get to talk about, you know, American culture and pop culture and stuff like that, or, you know, just not just American culture, pop culture, because... Those, those are nice too, but you know, about stuff that I don't really know much about then, it becomes a little bit difficult. But even now that I'm speaking, I'm like, you know, that, that kind of imposter syndrome It's like, why are you talking so much about yourself? You know, it's like, just, just shut up. I get that more, most of the time, you know. And From yourself? Yeah, because I know it, and I know it's the wrong thing to do, because every once in a while I get reminded, that is the wrong thing because remember, like, Wednesday, I was... There was this friend, um, our friend that I know. And I always see them around and saying hi, hello, just little yeah. chats and stuff. And Wednesday, I wasn't really in a good mood to talk because I had a really difficult class. And I was like, yeah. damn, life is hard. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, how was your day? I'm like, eh, bad. Anyway, it was... I was feeling bad, but I didn't have any explanation. So I was like, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know what's wrong, man. I, I just, I just feel bad. Then something just pushed me, you know, out of courtesy. I'm like, you know, just ask about them, just ask about their life. And I asked one thing. It's like, oh, I'm from New York. I'm like, you are not from New- Florida. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I'm like, oh, and then someone asked a question. It's like, oh, yeah, my dad is a cop. Too. I'm like, oh, your dad is a cop. Then <laughs> you know, I asked. Then it's like, oh, I'm working at this corporate business, you know. Then, like, political science and stuff. And like, I got to learn about her. I'm like, how did I live with this person for an entire semester, yeah. and I never knew this about them? I never asked. I never bothered to, because I found it really interesting mm-hmm. listening to her and the stuff that she had to say. I'm like, that is it with every single person that I see around me. So what I need to do is talk about them. Because most of the time, as amazing as my story might be, you know, I end up being the one talking all the time and it's like, oh, it's like, how's Ghana? Oh, you're from Ghana, how's mm-hmm. Ghana like? And I talk about him. oh, wow, your life. And I have so many things about my life to talk about, you know. But yes. at times I need to step out of myself and then talk about the other person. Because everyone, as interesting as my story is, everyone has an equally interesting, interesting yep. story. And maybe they might not believe their story is as interesting, but I find it interesting. Yes. So, you know, I just try to get people in those corners and let them talk about themselves. But of course, you're not gonna get every everyone to do so because you might not, you need to be in that sweet spot, find a way to get them talking and you might not get there. Or maybe they don't have enough time to sit and chat with you oh. or, you know, yeah. So it, it they might not be in the mood as well. So. It's yeah. just a hit or miss, but I try my best to you know get to get more from other people. Yeah. And guess what, people, if you if you have a friend who gets to talk, if you ask, if you meet someone new, and you ask more about themselves, yeah, and you talk to them and you ask more about themselves, and they tell you a lot, they feel good and they feel like they want to keep talking yeah. to you, cause, hey. There's a lot out here that people want to get out. And if they have someone to get it out. they have an outlet. And someone is genuinely interested in what they have to say. Mm -hmm. They want to spend more time with you. They do. Then you become a good friend. A Mm -hmm. genuine friend. And if they have something to share, they'll come to you. They'll want to talk to you. Uh, And guess what? That's part of the skill of being a good listener, right? What do you think happens to... You think, oh, so you are just doing service to the other person? Mm -hmm. No. You're doing service You're to yourself, to yourself too. as well. Because you learn a lot about those people. When I talked to that mm-hmm. RA friend, I learned so much. And now it's like, it enlightened me, you know? Mm. That experience is- I am not a spy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> no, but, no, but you talk about something that's very important, you know, the ability to actually sit and listen to somebody. Yeah. And you mentioned about, you know, you talk about how we as individuals we tend to overemphasize the complicated nature and the importance of our own stories and lives yeah but we also need to realize that other people have equally interesting and equally complicated and you know just very 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 diverse lives and i think the definition for that for that entire for that entire observation is Sonder. When you realize that, you know, other people's lives are as complicated as yours. Because a lot of the times, we tend to, you know, think about ourselves. Like, we walk out to the door, and we're so concerned with how well we look today. You know, what assignments I have to submit today. uh, The work that I just finished this morning. And you think about this so much, and you wonder whether people are looking at you and thinking about all these things but in reality they're doing the exact same thing as you oh
1: boy they're
0: thinking about how they look what <laughs> assignments they have to complete what club they're going to during the weekends that is so real man. and you know and and, and 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 there are a select few people who because you have you think about it you have all these people thinking about themselves they think about themselves so much that there's this gray space in between. And there are only very few people who are able to walk in between and see and almost get a peek into each person's lives. And those kind of people are people who are introspective, people who are good listeners, and people who are good speakers as well. Yeah, Because like you mentioned, all you have to do is just ask somebody one question and just let them speak they would tell you everything you did and did not ask for, you know, <laughs> because again, it's completely fine. You know, you can serve as an outlet for that person. It's part of being a good friend, yeah. part of being a good family member, part of being a good person in general. Mm-hmm. But you can you can just sit and, and, and listen to them because people would happily talk about themselves and it takes sacrifice to be that person that works in that great space, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand that in listening to someone, you just have to sit in silence and just listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Put talking about yourself on pause. And and, and I believe, like, once you start to do this, your perspective expands. Mm-hmm. It's almost, I would not equivalent this, but it is almost the same as traveling. You travel to different lands, no, you meet I, different people. It's
1: literally traveling, traveling because the person is taking you through a travel of the story, precisely, of Precisely, you know? precisely.
0: You're basically traveling into somebody's mind, into somebody's world. Because we each experience the world in our lens, right? Yeah. Your world is different from my world. Yeah, There's something that you saw this morning that tailored your perspective of the world in one direction. And there's something that I saw that tailored my perspective in the world in
1: maybe you saw the same thing but
0: maybe we saw the same thing but experienced it in different ways yeah because we have different experiences different experiences seeing that different minds maybe somebody this morning saw you know um something horrible maybe the conflict that is going on right now and their world shifted into another way and maybe this morning i saw a post about uh, a delicious muffin that somebody had made i'm like wow bakery is amazing you know, and you have these two people walking in the same university with two different, you know, moods. moods.
1: One is excited about a beautiful made muffin. Yep. And, and that one is.
0: Is, is devastated by conflict. And they, they're so polar that they create this gray space. Yeah. And the only person able to see both of those things are the listeners, the people who are able to speak, but yet remain silent yeah. and the people who are patient. And people who do this they get to experience
1: both worlds and they have a better idea of what reality actually is yeah i mean the more you get to learn there is um this dan and kruger effect yeah. Right, tell me about it the more you know the more or less the the less confident you are mm. you're learning about a topic you learn so little mm. you feel so confident you feel like you know so much but once you dive a little deeper like uh yeah, I might know so little. Oh, you know? oh my, like, bro. Then you dive too deep, the experts, <laughs> You're like, I know nothing because they know the uh, the probability of them being wrong. You know.
0: As you were saying
1: this, I just remembered uh, the
0: first time I was learning multiplication. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I, there's this thing, you know. As a child, you always want to like, you become cool. You become the cool child, the cool kid in school. Once you know how to do something that nobody else knows how to do, yeah. Once you have those shoes that nobody else has, yeah. Once you have that, you know, that thing. And so, for me, at a young age, it was always like I always wanted to go to the higher classes and see what the upper classmen were doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was always intrigued. And so the first time I learned, uh, I was learning multiplication. It was like two times two. This is a very simple thing. I was like, they told me it was four. I was like. Oof, my mind blew. I know everything now. I know, I, I, and this was like, this was like, because at that time we hadn't been, we hadn't even thought the multiplication tables yet. Okay. And so I came back to class thinking I was the smartest. I, I, I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then the more you know, you're like, oh my God, there's a multiplication table. There's divisions table. There's derivatives. There's integrals. There's limits. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, the more you know, like you said, beautifully put, bro, like the more you know,
1: the less confident you become. Yeah, it's it's just, and um, talking about the other thing, about, you know, two people seeing different things and having different moods to start Mm -hmm. your day, there's this, um, I forgot the name of the experiment, but it's like, I think the gorilla, no the gorilla, it was a team of black and white people Mm -hmm. And then they were both tossing balls to each other. And a person is assigned to count the number of times that the white <laughs> people pass the ball to each other. Yeah. So then they did the experiment. And then they finish. once they finished, they asked how many. The current I was 13 or so, I don't remember. Some said 13, some said 11 and all. Yeah. Okay, Then they asked, so did any of you see the gorilla? Mm-hmm. You're like, what gorilla? What do you mean a gorilla? Like there was, a and then lo and behold, they played the video again. Then, like a minute into or less than a minute into the video, a gorilla showed up in the middle of the f- scene. Wow! Beats his chest. The gorilla is as large as the humans, passing the ball to each other. Beats his yeah. chest, and then walk right past. No one saw it. Why? Wow. Because they had fixed. They had fixated their minds on. The ball bouncing to each other, you know, that's how the world is. There is a million things to look at at the same time. Uh, we see all those things, but our values shapes what we see and what we make of it. So the value you carry and the value that you know, everyone has their own values. Maybe someone is you know looking for a girlfriend. Or that they will be looking at these, you know, the girls around. Oh, this could be, this could be. And they could yeah. be missing something very important. Someone is looking for a job. <laughs> or they could see it, So, I could work for this company. I could work for this company. They uh-huh. could miss something very important happening. And, I mean, that is important as well because we are human beings. We can be looking at multiple things at the same time. Else we would go mad because there is so many things to look at. So, that is why it's important to have... Um, Important values because those values are going to shape what you see in this world that we live in. So every time that I'm I'm walking, I'm like, what values do I have now? Can I shift it? Can I look at something else? Then every once in a while I'm like, okay, now we are looking at trees. I'm like, hmm, wow, this leaf is bouncing. I wonder how it's feeling right now. <laughs> I'm like that's so dumb. And so, but that's one way to look at the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, let me see how many people are smiling. Let me see how many the the, the most of people. I see people and I smile a little bit at them and they smile back. I'm like, Oh, they smiled back. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's the world we live in, you know, trying to shift your perspective every little time. And if you can only see one thing at a time, that means there are a million things you missed in that second. So you know nothing. Yeah. So you have to humble yourself enough to learn about other people. How can you learn about other people and what you are doing in their lives? Asking them a genuine question and keeping quiet and listening to them. Um, I listened to this man a lot Jordan Peterson. He has a, a biblical series that I listened to and it was so phenomenal. He was saying that most of the time, when people, he, he's a clinical psychologist, so when people come to him, all he does is, you know, make sure he asks ask them the right question. And it's like, okay, what's wrong with you? Why did you come here? Then he shuts up. And like, I don't know like okay he doesn't say anything he just sit there and then the person keeps on ah, I don't know and then they keep thinking what's wrong with me as I was saying someone asked me what's wrong with me and I, I tend to fail to find bring the pieces together to create a story out of it because I picked this and I'm like oh, that's not relevant that's not relevant I'm like well I need something to make a story why I'm sad so why well, am I pushing all the other stuff away but once you give people time they get to talk and what he said was that talking is a way of thinking because uh-huh. most of the time people worry so much that they forget to actually process what they are going through they forget to talk about it and once you get to talk you need to form every statement in your mind so you're like you say this you say this it's like you are processing it so all he says is just sits there and sometimes people talk for about an hour, and he has said he has said nothing by the time the person is done talking about your story They've already figured out what they need to do. It's like, oh, I guess I know what I need to do. It's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> all he did was just sit, sit. and listen to you. Because mm. the more you talk, the more you get to process yeah. everything in your mind. Yes. that's just, it's just that so is, beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah, but the point is, how many people are willing to do that? Because we mm. are all consumed with our own lives. With the struggles and the difficulty that we are on we are facing individually so it takes the person who is bold enough and who is humble to just step outside of yourself a little bit and even though i'm saying this i'm no saint man i am so Uh, self-consumed but every once in a while once i remember it boom i'm like i need to switch as soon as possible and i don't get to beat myself over it Why? The discipline checklist. Yep. The fact that I know what to do and I don't do it doesn't mean I should beat myself or I it no. I am human. I just, I'm only human after, after all. all. <laughs> <laughs> don't put the blame, the blame on of me. me. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I'm human. I and mean, I, I need to bless myself. Yeah, 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 I know. I made a mistake. And so what? That's fine. I'm moving on. And no I don't want to get here but uh, uh, take, g- let's take it there no because it's just it's just um, how how I used to live life in Ghana you know mm-hmm. with with a Christian mindset because yeah. it was sin or please God yeah. if I do something like I sinned I need to pray yeah. I need to fast to for God to forgive yeah. me it's not giving me the benefit of a doubt that I'm human it's fine if I make a mistake. I'm human after all. It's fine. It's part of life. It's the beauty of life. I don't have to be perfect. But again, you know, I was seeking for perfection in the name of trying to be like Jesus because that's what they teach you. You know, but right now if you go there, they are going to, if someone listens to this like, you no, that's not what we teach. They will try and defend it like, oh, no, you're just trying to be the person and the Holy Spirit will guide you and all that. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's just, It is a long form of saying be perfect like Jesus because Jesus was perfect and he was human. So if Jesus was able to do it, then I should be able to do it because I'm human too. Yeah, Jesus was God. But the only thing that made Jesus God was that he had the Holy Spirit abundantly. And we have the Holy Spirit too. So I should be like Jesus. Then I live the rest of my 18 years, 18 years of my life trying to be like Jesus, trying to be perfect, beating myself Every, it's like every second I can think of something I did wrong. And then, do you know what I think? If something bad happens, it's a consequence of that. Because I sinned against God and God is punishing me. you'll be like, oh, God doesn't punish you. That's what they would say. But hey, that's how I felt all the time. But now, I don't remember the last time I thought, I felt like, oh, I've sinned. All I know is, Damn, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, damn, that was a mistake. Let's it's think fine. about it. Let's sit down. Let's analyze it. Yeah. What went wrong? Okay, what can I learn from it? Oh, wow. At times, our mistakes even becomes a blessing to other people. It becomes a path, a redirection. You know, I never saw my mistakes that way in Ghana. I never. Now I was trying to live this perfect life. And these days, people see me like, this year is you know a very disciplined guy and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's a very fragile guy who's just trying to find a meaning in life by just not being dumb or stupid, but just yeah. you know, trying, trying. I go to the gym. Why do I go to the gym? Oh, you want to stay healthy and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm bored. I have nothing to do. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I want to see people's face. Do I want to yeah. sit in my room and do nothing? I can do calisthenics in my room, yeah. but no. I want to go to the gym and see people's face doing exercise yeah. and look at them and have interaction. That is about fifty. That feels like fifty percent of my motivation to go to the gym. Yeah. Is it a bad? No. I want hu- human interaction. Yeah. I want it.
0: People have different people have different venues for that. People have different motivations, right? Yeah.
1: People
0: people, people do have different motivations. I mean,
1: yeah. Apart from class, yeah. Gym. Soccer. Where else am I gonna meet people? That's why usually on what weekends a, What
0: happens if the gym is empty? Would you still go?
1: Yeah, usually I feel depressed and I, I lose my motivation at times <laughs> when the gym is empty. I know You do. Yeah. And <laughs> we're sitting with you now I feel bad because <laughs> i ain't <laughs> gonna criticize me for that but hey yes me being honest I surrender I feel um, bad when that gym is empty um, usually I like it I'm like oh it's crowded yay you know yeah. I'm, not, yeah I'm like yeah I get I get to see a lot of people's face and one is gonna like oh, this is so dull man I'm like no yeah I guess that's one of the reasons I don't even go to this one now nah, I'm southwest because Yo, it's, you don't um, go to southwest student you know? rec, oh, student wreck. Mm. Ah, too small. Want more people, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But hey, that's me because aside that, I don't really get to see people a lot because I don't really go out. Even if I want to, I don't have friends that go out. So it's mm. like you have to go alone. That's that's torture. Go out <laughs> <a lot. laughs>
0: so how are you doing tonight? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Would you like a? Uh, no, don't drink.
1: <laughs> oh boy you just hit it I mean I go with people like okay take a shot I'm like nah I'm not gonna drink like, why like, I don't know I just don't think I need it Yeah. I'm like oh I mean <laughs> just drink it and then I remember the last time I did I'm like I don't really wanna do it I mean what that, that feeling of being tipsy and getting that confidence I already have it yeah. I can Talk to whoever I want to talk to. You don't,
0: you don't to. need a social catalyst?
1: Yeah, I don't need that catalyst. So I'm like, why do you have to do it? But then I'm like, come on, guys, I'm not going to do it. And then I, I just don't do it. And then you're like, okay, fine. So then the next time you go out, they probably don't want to go out with you. Why? Because we want someone who will do the same thing that we as do. Because yeah. Of course, they they know it's bad to drink. And they know you know it's not healthy. And if they see me do not drinking, they're not going to feel as comfortable. Yeah, with If you. they had gone with someone who mm. would drink with them, you know? So the next time, they, they wouldn't by want you around. And I mean, it's like, oh, you go to the gym to talk to, and the club to talk. It's just so noisy, man. You, you can't, you mm. need to be screaming to talk to people. So, mm. yeah, that part. But, you know, I need that interaction. So the gym, yeah, the gym is a big one for me in class. You know, I talk to a lot of people in class. And usually on the weekends, people will be like, oh, no, but you know a lot of people know.
0: <laughs> I just say
1: hi's and hello's to people in class and people mm. in the dining hall and people I see around. Mm. That's it. Because <laughs> most of it, these people are not gonna call. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna text them or yeah, hang I out with them or something them like or that. You know, because it's it's most of the friend group stuff, and you're probably gonna go out or something. I'm not gonna do that. So, even though I want to, I just don't have friends for that. So, uh-huh. oh, now I feel. I have this self consciousness that any time that I talk about myself for like more than seven or five minutes, I feel bad, and I'm like, "That's too much self poor." Now go to the other person, let them talk. So, (laughs) talk,
0: (laughs) (laughs) bro. You're spilling everything, so it's just like all I have to do is just observe. I know, I know. But there's so many gems that you talked about. One of them that I remember was. You know deciding not to drink mm-hmm. and like you said your values will tailor your life Yeah. so let, let's talk about it so you go to the club with your friends mm-hmm. and as you said you don't need that social catalyst i'm the same way i don't drink. yeah so it's like <clears throat> hey would you like to drink i'm like no i'm fine and the next time because they feel self-conscious by your decision they're not going to invite you, and so you lose that set of friends, right? Mm-hmm. And they still value you. They still love they you. They still value you, but you spend do less time right? with you. Yes. apart from but going to the apart from club, go- yeah, <laughs> they spend less time with you in that in that yeah. in that mm-hmm. venue. And let's say that's their. I, I think when whenever you have friend groups, right? Mm-hmm. Each there are certain there are certain people there are certain groups of people w- that serve you in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it very clinically, very logically you have a group of people that you go to the gym with, right? Mm -hmm. You have a group of people that you play soccer with, people that maybe you you club with, Mm -hmm. people that you do research with, people that you study with. Mm -hmm. And so, and there are some people who are in both groups, in multiple groups. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people that you play soccer with and also do research with, and people that you study with and also go to the gym with. You know, they intertwine here and there. But exclusive groups... You tend to lose them whenever you don't fit the choice anymore. Let's say you're the group of friends that you go to the club with. Mm-hmm. You decide to no longer drink. You lose those friends, mm-hmm. right? They're no longer serving you in that dimension. You lose them because of your value to prioritize your health, and you decide not to drink. Let's say that is. Yeah. Um, let's say another activity. Let's say you have a group of friends that you know decide to do certain acti- let's say activity X. They are doing activity X, you go to activity X, and you no longer want to do that activity, and so you lose those group of friends. Mm-hmm. But the point with this, the point I'm getting at, is that your values, as you mentioned, change the direction of your life, right? You tend to lose people as you go. You tend to lose and gain people as you go. Mm-hmm. Because let's say you lose that group of friend, group of friends, you might replace it with another. Let's say a group of friends that do not also prior, um, prioritize drinking, and let's say maybe they're into health and the fitness realm. You know, they do all these things to prioritize their health. They drink all their water and you name it, they do it, right? All <laughs> <Holy> water.
1: <laughs> this is, I only, I've switched to um, Gatorade. So. You switched
0: Gatorade to water, right?
1: No, from soda to Gatorade.
0: Oh, it's a soda to Gatorade. So it's an improvement. That's improvement. Yeah. The next choice is what?
1: Uh, I'll take yes. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe
0: with a little salt and some lime Yeah. <laughs> Not first there. first thing you do in the morning wake up and drink a full bottle of water. It's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know back to this point. You know you, whenever you do whenever you stay consistent with your values mm-hmm. your life will respond to that. So if you choose to start doing something your life will respond to it. It's almost like a, a reaction like in chemistry we, stu- we study reactants and products mm-hmm. and it has to stay balanced in a balanced equation. Yeah. Whatever you move the equation will find a way to balance it on the other side. Yeah. And so like I was saying mm-hmm. uh, your life would respond to like your values and the choices yeah. that you make, you know, everything would be balanced. You know, <clears throat> whatever you whatever you decide to to throw away something equally and and oppositely charged will come into your life to benefit you so i mean all this just sum up to the fact that you know no matter what value you have as long as it's positive right and it's pushing you towards your goal yeah. everything will work out for itself yeah you just have to stay patient and just stay consistent you will lose friends you know you will lose the opportunity to do something fun but in due time
1: you know everything will come to play its role yeah in your cool. benefit One thing I also get to think about is maybe because I realize, you know, I know so little about this world and I thought I know so much, but I want to learn about the lives of other people as well. So at times I'm conflicted between do I lose these people because their values don't align with mine or do I stay with them to learn from them? Because lo and behold, they are also very interesting people. Once you get to spend a one-on-one time with them, they get to tell you about their lives and... I get outstruck because I'm like I would have literally lived the same life if I were to be in your condition in your situation because that's the resources you were brought up with that is not not financial like the people around your environment and all that they shaped you to be the person you are and yeah you have your own decisions but your decisions are tailored by your genetic factors and as well as your environment so what guarantees that I would have done something different? So I try to understand these people in that other way, you know, and I try my best to to empathize with them and, you know, understand them and get to know them. But at the same time, too, I feel lost at some point when they are doing something and it doesn't align with my value. So having to balance those two is uh-huh. just- it Can be a challenge. A daily challenge, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's something that you know, always work towards achieving. Yeah, I mean, there's there is happiness in pursuit. That's the beauty of it, you know. That's challenging, and once you get to a point where you get to know the person deeply and they value as much as you value them, and you work things out, Mm. that's something to celebrate because you've come a long way, you know. So I usually see things that way and try my best to be as positive as possible and try to charge us little because in Ghana I charge so much man even the way people cut your hair because in Ghana you have to have all level hair and even if you fade it I'm like you've sinned uh. that was how bad it was <laughs> you know but now I'm trying to be more open trying to give people the benefit of a doubt and you know who knows you know you never know and many many times I see people doing bad things and doing stuff things I consider bad. And I just empathize with them. And then I'm like, it's fine. Get one. And people love it. Just imagine someone doing something bad and they know it's bad. Yeah. Why don't you tell them I understand it? Cause I, and you say it in a genuine way and they get it. Like, They will feel heard and seen mm-hmm. and listened even though they might have not said anything yet. Because like, for the first time in my life, someone has decided not to judge me but to see straight through my life mm. and understand what I'm
0: going through so on a more practical level you're saying that you know it's important to instead of immediately judging people mm-hmm. it is important to first observe what they're doing think through it and try to understand why
1: it is that they did that thing yeah try to empathize with them yeah. try to tell yourself you think you know the better thing to do which is true they shouldn't be doing whatever maybe they are doing but you aren't sure whether you would do some something different other than what they are doing if you were to be in their shoes so empathize with them and try to make them feel heard and listen because once a person feels heard and listening no matter who the person is they calm down no matter how rebellious they are, they calm down because most of the time people are rebellious and stuff like that because they feel no one understands them. So then, they are willing to take everything down. Once people understand them, like, okay, they, they, you know, I see these superhero movies and stuff Not like, the villain, someone very powerful, what is usually the, the way that they convince them? See someone, it's like, they want to do it, they are so bad, and then, something. Like, I know you're good, okay? I know you are hurt. They keep talking to them and then it breaks them down. It breaks their heart down and because that's the only way, because they are too powerful to stop them. Because if the hero try to play power to power with the antagonist, it's like they always, almost lose. Like they say something good to bring their hearts down. It's like they win them, you know? And, and that's the way, just because we all have hearts, we all have feelings and emotion. We all want to be f- seen, heard, and listened to. So once, you know, the most of the time it comes, I know, I know it's hard, I know, I understand you. That's what they're trying to emphasize. You, you want to make the person feel like you know what you're feeling, and it's okay that they are feeling that way, but they don't have to make that decision to to do something bad or something you know then they end uh, they end up stopping because they tend to believe in the good of their story and they tend to believe that you know it's okay for them to have that story and it's okay for them to suffer and they don't have to punish other people for that or you know do whatever they had to do I'm talking i see if there's a real life experience but to be honest it's i'm just thinking about a movie right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: but but bro you make content on youtube so where can people go to you know see more of your stuff
1: yeah um just just search me up melvin or say and um uh, uh, i'll be there waiting yeah. for you with my new video so <laughs> <laughs> do you have any
0: instagram plugs you want to plug
1: uh yeah it's i started a new one called what the boy from ghana oh that's so awesome just at the boy from ghana yeah Not the boy the guy from ghana yeah yeah that's what's up yeah so just just follow that and um this man as well he's uh, He's a beast man (laughs) thank you yeah he's he's always um, pushing pushing the the boundaries for me you know whenever I run with him I'm like oh boy (laughs) I have a love to catch up with he's he's a beast so uh, I'm sure he's gonna gonna learn a lot from him and um, as he said we all have interesting stories so yeah I want to inspire everyone to to go out there just just create something find a way to express yourself You might think you know, expressing yourself is not important, but trust me, everybody does. Maybe you sing, you listen to. That's why people love music, you know, because they listen to the music and they sing it out because they're expressing themselves. People make art because they want to paint their feelings. People play guitar, they play piano, they play whatever they do because they want to express. People play soccer because they want to express themselves. So we all have a way of expressing ourselves and. Sometimes you have to battle with do I want to show it to the world or do I want to keep it to myself and trust me as embarrassing as my videos have been so far <laughs> I don't think so. at least <laughs> I have at least five people per video reaching out to tell me Melvin wow I feel You're inspired by your video thank you as I am as he is you know yeah so you know most of the time when I'm making the video it's just I'm like that one person who is going to come up to my dm and tell me i love that video i felt inspired he's the one i'm making the video for so yeah so just just know someone is going to feel inspired by your story and go out there i know he's going to direct you in the right place so awesome. thanks bro it was great doing this with you It was great it was amazing